with me now in the early segment, normally the late segment, Bill Broderick, the Battle Creek Inquirer. Bill, good to see you as always on a Saturday morning. Yeah, thanks for having me, Terry. You look at it, week two, I'm not sure that week two told us anything uh, other than more questions than answers. Yeah, we had a lot of uh, things that we're still trying to get figured out, uh, especially in week two. Uh, some teams going one, one direction and maybe they went another one. Uh, and uh, that means when we get into uh, when school starts, we'll maybe have a little bit more education in week three. Then, and then we'll figure out some things are going. But uh, some teams are kind of up in the air right now, I think. Well, you look at it, Harper Creek gets a big win on the road after struggling and getting a win against uh, a much-improved Gull Lake team winning 48-14. Maybe a surprise that uh, as dominant as they were with the win over the Huskies. Yeah, I think actually that might tell us a little bit more about Gull Lake than Harper Creek. Gull Lake uh, has played two good games in a row, uh, beating Porter's Northern Thursday. And, but Harper Creek is back to what they have been doing. They like to run the ball, and, and they got things going with Dawson Bartlett on Thursday, and that offense got going after not scoring an offensive touchdown in that first game. So Harbor Creek uh, maybe is uh, that stumble, or not really a stumble, but a win in that first game wasn't uh, as much to get excited about. And they're back to normal maybe after week two, and we'll find out a little bit more as we go forward with them. Battle Creek after five turnovers and a loss to Stevensville Lakeshore. Much better performance Friday night, 26-14. A game tied with the Mustangs at one time, 14-14. Uh, Bearcats uh, showing they have the capabilities. It should set up a, a very interesting week three when they host the Lakeview Spartans. Yeah, I think you have to be in, uh, a little bit more impressed with Valkyrie Central after week two. Uh, they really pushed a Porter Central team that a lot of people think are going to be good in the Smack West, uh, pushed them over the field and uh, uh, led at halftime, uh, tied at, in the third quarter, and just let the game get away there in the fourth quarter. And they, they saw a little depth problems a little bit, and, and that kind of showed. And and that really is going to could set up a nice week three game with Lakeview, who Lakeview got uh, knocked around a little bit, and they went up north, which is, hasn't been a great situation for them in the past couple of years. They've lost in the playoffs up north a couple of years uh, in a row now near to Grand Rapids area teams, and they played a Cedar Springs team and lost that game. So there'll be a couple humbled teams that are going to CW Post when they play each other in a big city rivalry game with uh, Lakeview and Valkyrie Central. Penfield Panthers, who a couple mistakes, especially on specialty teams. Uh, what could have been an old, their first one of the season, they fall to 0-2, 32-20. to 20. A team, I think, on paper, a lot of potential yet, but boy, oh boy, every week is so tough, and it doesn't get any easier with them having cold water coming to Penfield on Friday night. Yeah, you really, uh, your Coach McGuire, you really wanted that win in game two to get things going in the right direction, and it didn't uh, come to fruition there. A couple turnovers that couple of chances for them to really control that game and to win that game and to feel a lot better about themselves. But going 0-2 and you want to get to those six wins to make the playoffs, it makes it real hard. And then they have a cold water, like you said. They have Marshall coming up. They have Harbor Creek after that. The three straight games against two some tough teams at Interstate 8. And I think we found out that the Interstate 8 this conference is a pretty nice conference to play in, and you got to come every week or else you're going to be in trouble. Maybe the biggest surprise so far is the 2-0 and start by the St. Philip Fighting Tigers, knowing that the numbers were not big. They win big Thursday night, 40-14 over a North Adams-Jerome team who they hadn't met in seven years, first year of eight-man football. And uh, I think very impressive the fact they've only given up 22 points in their two games. Yeah, defense. You know, you don't usually talk about defense when you play eight-man football, and then St. Phil is has really shown that they can uh, play a little defense. Uh, Maybe in honor of uh, Coach uh, Jack Brown there after the after he passed away, and they uh, they are up to the task for defense. Has held the other team uh, only to 14 points this week, and 
They're playing Camden Frontier next week, and that's the team that really set their season sidetracked last year. St. Phil started the season 4-0, lost to Camden Frontier, and then uh, lost four of their last five games last year. So I think St. Phil might have a chip on the shoulder playing Saturday night at CW Post Field next week. I think it'll be a big one. We'll preview that game with Dave Downing uh, a little bit today and much more. You are heading out to East Lansing, and I think a lot of eyes looking at the Spartans after that 3-9 and nine season and the fact that uh, also the uh, local kid, Brandon Randall, who's uh, to be big, and I think, in their plans defensively here. So going to be a big opener. I think people want to see how the Spartans perform. It's been a very tumultuous offseason for Mark D'Antonio and his staff. Yeah, really, uh, they need to have a bounce back here. and. Three and nine uh, is something they want to kind of put behind them, and they have a real young team. And Brandon Randall's one of those guys from Valkyrie Central that is, is part of the future for them. And he redshirted last year from Valkyrie Central and didn't uh, play at all, and saved his freshman season for this year. And then the preseason, the coaches have been talking him up a little bit about playing some linebacker, about playing some defensive end, and he's really a good player on special teams. So I think you'll see him on the field a lot and. Maybe in specialty situations on passing down the third down, you'll see him in the defensive end and use his athletic ability. And he could be a breakout star for Michigan State this year from all reports. Bill, enjoy your trip. Uh, we'll talk with you again next Saturday morning. All right, thanks a lot, Terry.